0: on rsn
1: sunday central talking greyhounds welcome back to rsn sunday central george ferrugia joins us to uh, talk greyhounds uh george before we get stuck into uh, the quality legs at geelong there was plenty of a uh, really good uh action last night with the, the state sprint championships but also the uh, the st ledger at, at warrigal and, uh, and the win of aston fastnet
0: yeah, and good morning uh, to you, uh, Dan. It was a terrific race, uh, the St. ledger taken out by Aston Fastman. As he said, he, he stalked behind the leaders and then he was just too good in the run to the line. Uh, there was a little bit of surprise um, as the lids opened, Quara Bale taking the front. Now, not a surprise that she's good enough to lead because she's a, a two-time Group 1 winner, but there was greyhounds like Poe Blenz and Shimmer Classic in the race. And once she found the front, I, I thought she was going to be pretty hard to beat, but... Um, uh, to Koblenz's Cob- credit, he got up underneath there and, and really tried to stick on. But Aston Fastnet was too close. He was always in that stalking role and he was uh, too good in the run to the line. Terrific win by Aston Fastnet. Koblenz en- ended up running second and Shimmer Classic was a good run in third. And as you said, obviously, heats of the state um, sprint championship. Now, unfortunately, because of COVID, we're not going to have a national final like we do each and every year. Obviously, last year was the same, but uh, we're still going to have um, state sprint finals and distance finals across Australia in a big extravaganza next Thursday night. So wall-to-wall greyhound racing. In the Victorian uh, version of the sprint final, Providence Bale has drawn box one, Tyler Durden in two, Japara in three, Mapunga Knight in four, Aston Rupert, who went in as one of the, uh, the favourites, has drawn box five, Jack Bale in six, Fabriola Zad in seven, Missed to fix it with a little bit of speed in eight. couple of upsets, equaliser didn't get him get through. Everywhere he went, he just uh, found trouble. He, it was one of the more unlucky runs you'll see. And unfortunately, Catch the Thief looks like he's hurt his back muscle uh, pretty soon after box rise. But, uh, yeah, look, it's a fairly open final. I think the speed certainly in three, Japara, and eight missed to fix it with the class uh, with Aston Rupi in box five.
1: And when's that final,
0: George? Oh, on Thursday night at the Meadows. So... What, they've, what they did, um, or what we've done for the last couple of years, is uh, synchronise it where all the state finals uh, happen on the same night. Um, obviously, in the process, we'll then, with Greyhounds going into the national final, but because of COVID this year, we'll only have state finals across all states of Australia.
1: Oh, look, I like that. They did that with the Inter-Dominion heats uh, a few years ago, and that was pre-COVID situation, so it wasn't uh, that wasn't the reason why. But all of the uh, the heats, and there was one that was in New Zealand, one in Sydney, one that was in uh, Perth, and they all went in the space of a, you know, a half-an-hour period. So I reckon that's really exciting. That would work well, really well. Absolutely.
0: And, and it works even better, uh, Dan, because for the national sprint and national distance finals, We we work on something called a wild card where we have one greyhound who is the highest ranked greyhound in Australia who made one of these state finals. Even though he doesn't win the final, um, if he happens to get through, um, he could get through to the final uh, of the national sprint or distance uh, championship. If he actually won his heat, it goes down to the second uh, highest ranked greyhound. So there was a little bit to play out on the night. It was fantastic and we all got the answers to it in one night. So, yeah, look, hopefully um, we've seen the worst of COVID when it comes to races like the National Distance and National Sprint Finals because I think the rivalry between the states is is outstanding.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But that's something really to look forward to on on Thursday night. Um, Plenty of... uh other action uh, today, Geelong is the venue where you've cast your eye at, mind you. If there's anything else you, you, you wanted to add or any other news, please uh, feel free to let me know, George. Otherwise, we can get into the uh, quaddy legs at Geelong. Yeah, let's let's, let's kick into it, mate. Race uh, five is the first leg of field of eight, and uh, Rainbow City from the the Red Box is at $2.50 favourite.
0: Yeah, uh, my numbers in race five are one, four, and two. I've gone Rainbow City on top. It's won two out of four. It's got some early speed. It'll, it'll appreciate box one uh, there, Dan. Of the others, number four, Innocent Diva. has uh, one here in, in okay time. She can show some speed. And number three, gleaming, number two, sorry, gleaming, is another one that um, has got some nice form at Geelong. One to beat four and two, race
1: five. We're about two minutes away from the next, which is race four at uh, Healesville. And the first at Bendigo Gallops today is at uh, midday. In race six at Geelong, George, uh, it's midday snooze from the pink at Even Money, currently the favourite.
0: Yeah, and um, trainer Angela Langton has come out uh, openly and said she's got a very, very high opinion of this greyhound. Had no luck last start uh, at the Meadows when running fourth um would be schooled on this track has already got a nice pb there be very hard to beat eight on top to beat number seven bill bob lad number one oliver bale drawn okay number four lyrical lad eight to beat seven one and
1: three Xylon bale favorite from box one in race seven at three dollars ten
0: good race six to beat one seven and eight of my numbers cold and dato on top on the back of his win at the meadows in june in 30.03 can show some some good speed, two to offset the poor box draw. Number one, Zylon Bale, as you mentioned. His last did, win did come off box one in 30 and 22 at the Meadows. Number seven, Resurgence. I think he's uh, better than his recent form suggests. And number eight, Fire and Fury. Won't leave him out of the quaddy. six to beat one, seven and eight.
1: And uh, Nifty Nanga from the Red Box is the favourite in the final league of the Quaddy race, eight, at $2.80.
0: Yeah, no, another good race. But my numbers are five to beat one, four and six. So I've gone Distinguish on top. Very nice wins at Geelong in his last couple. Uh, to beat number one, Nifty Nangar, as you said, he's a greyhound on the up for sure. We'll throw in number four, Osprey Phantom, certainly better than his recent form, has gone as quick as 29.40 at Sandown. And then we'll throw in number six, uh, Pirates Patch, who's probably uh, the lamplighter in the race, and if she gets away, she could uh, get away with a, a match-winning lead. Five to beat one, four and six.
1: As they arrive at the boxes at Heels will Race 4. So your best bets, player of the day in your quaddie? Beautiful. quality
0: numbers uh, 1, 2 and 4 into 1, 3, 7 and 8 into 1, 6, 7 and 8 into 1, 4, 5 and 6. We're going to cross um, tracks a little bit, but race 3, number 1 at Geelong into race 6, number 6 at Hillsville. You get about the 2 dollars twenty, dollars 30 mark, but I think it's a double that we should just uh, eventuate here. So race 3, number 1 at Geelong into race 6, number 6 at Hillsville.
1: Well, I like the sound of that. Might be able to throw in a harness horse as well and just keep us active for the whole day. (laughs) good, (laughs) Dad. And gallops as well. George, uh, great to chat with you, mate. Have a great week. You too, mate. That's uh, George Ferruja talking uh, greyhounds.